Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Iman Hour. Just grab your coffee and relax with me. Welcome to part one of Quran Chronicles. So before I do get on to the other chapters, let's just talk about or even recap some of the facts about the Quran. So the Quran was revealed in the month of Ramadan and it was revealed to our Prophet Muhammad Wasallam. Although, was it revealed like, did it come down as a book? No, it didn't come down as a book. They were compiled after Muhammad Wasallam's death. Uh, it was collected by the Khalifas and so they brought it together and were able to compile with the help of their companions who have who had read who had it written down or even memorized it. So, you know, we should be very, very thankful because at that time it was they didn't have a book. And nowadays we do have a book. So we should be very, very thankful for how easy we have it nowadays. Chapter one, Surat al Fatiha. So Surat al Fatiha is known as the greatest chapter in the Holy Quran. It is also the first chapter. They say that so we all know how, you know, before the Qur'an came, there were other books. So there's Injil, Torah, Zabur. They say that the compilation of the Qur'an and the rest of these three books are all in Surah Al-Fatiha. So it's like a summary of whatever is in the other books. It is the pillar of Salah. So Prophet Muhammad said that if a person does not recite Surah Al-Fatiha in his prayer, his prayer becomes invalid. To be honest, I think that's a bit unlikely because we're so used to, you know, praying Surah Al-Fatiha. Like, it's, if you don't have it memorized, I, I don't believe you. You literally have to have it memorized. It's probably the first surah that we all learned as we were children, you know? Um, so the next one. Uh, so this surah is actually known as Shifa. So Shifa is like, like a cure. Um, so basically, this surah is a cure for diseases. There's actually a story. Uh, a companion of our Prophet Muhammad Wasallam once recited Surah Al-Fatiha after a scorpion bite. And Muhammad Wasallam responded to him. He was like, how did you know that that was a cure? You know? Um, so Surah Al-Fatiha, if you truly believe in it, it will, you know, it will cure you from any form of disease. That's how strong it is. It was sent from heaven as light. So an angel actually asked him, you know, Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam about Surah Al-Fatiha. And he answered, he was like, you know, there are two lights from heaven. One is Surah Al-Fatiha and the other one is Surah Al-Baqarah. I don't think any of us give this much importance to Surah Al-Fatiha. I think, you know, everyone should start giving it because, I mean, come on, light of Jannah. Do you even imagine that? Like, Surah Al-Fatiha was the fourth surah to be revealed to our Nabi Sallallahu And with that came 70,000 angels with Jibreel Alayhi Salam. It was actually revealed to our Nabi Sallallahu in Makkah and in Medina. Although Surah Al-Fatiha is considered a Makki surah rather than a Madani. Because first it was revealed in Makkah. When Surah Al-Fatiha was revealed, Iblis actually cried. 
and he beat it himself. If you guys didn't know, he actually cried four times in total. So he cried when Allah declared him as cursed. Second, when he was thrown out. Third, when our Nabi Sallallahu was born. And finally, fourth, when the Suratul Fatiha was revealed. Suratul Baqarah, the cow. Surah Al-Baqarah is the second and the longest chapter in the Qur'an. It consists of 286 verses and it was revealed in Medina. So the story of Surah Al-Baqarah, why was it named the cow? There was a wealthy man among Bani Israel who had substantial wealth. He didn't have anyone to inherit his wealth except one nephew. Therefore, his nephew killed him out of greed and selfishness so that he could immediately inherit the wealth. The other members of Bani Israel then found out that the wealthy man had been murdered and wanted to know who committed this murder. So they decided to go to Musa and ask him. When they came to Musa they told him everything that had happened. Musa asked Allah what should the people do? So, Allah then instructed Musa السلام, to, to tell them to slaughter a cow and take a piece of its flesh and put it on the dead man's body. Then Musa السلام, said that this would be the way for them to find out who the murderer was. The people, you know, they were like, what are you even talking about? That makes zero sense. Like, who would ever think about, you know, taking a piece of the cow and just putting it in, in a dead person's you know, body? So they accused Musa السلام, for um, for joking with them, and they made fun of him and said that you want us to kill a cow to find out who the murderer is. Like, are you you know like are you serious? Like, what kind of joke is this? So then they decided to mock Allah subhanahu wa taala and Musa السلام. So they were like, okay, you know what? Tell us what kind of cow should it be. The Bani Israel, they were so, you know, rebellious and arrogant. They wanted to make things more difficult. So they asked, instead of listening to Musa salam, they kept asking questions. They were like, what color should it be? You know, so Musa salam got fed up with every, like the questions that they were asking. And he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replied in Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayat 69. Her color is intensely yellow, giving a delight to the beholders. So Bani Israel were still not satisfied and asked for more detail. Their ungratefulness and arrogance led them to ask more questions. So then Bani Israel found this cow. So this cow was owned by a son and his mom. So his mom told him, you know, go sell a cow. But before you do, tell me the price of how much they're selling it to you. So he was like, okay. So, you know, he went to the market and they approached him. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually sent an angel in disguise to go to him, to, to the boy and ask him, so I want this cow. I'm going to give you three gold coins. And he said, Okay, but I have to ask my mom first. And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. You don't have to ask your mom. It's okay. 
I'll give you six gold coins. He said, no, I, I can't, you know, I, I'm, I have to ask my mom. And the angel kept on, you know, kept on increasing the numbers. And he said, no, I have to tell my mom. So he ran and he went to his mom. And he said, oh, there's someone who wants the cow for 12 gold coins. And she said, that's impossible. No one would want this cow for 12 gold coins. This must be a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they both went back to the market. And so they, they met with the angel, who obviously seemed like a, a normal person, not an angel. Um, and they asked him, who are you and why do you want this? You know, for 12 gold coins is a lot. And he was like, okay. I'm an angel, and yes, this was a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you have passed this test. So then, through Musa salam and the angel, they were able to buy the cow. So they took a piece of his flesh, and they put it on the dead man. And the dead man was resurrected. And he said, oh, my nephew was the one who killed me. This is... When I heard, I, I this was probably my this was this year was probably the first time I ever heard the story, and I was like, oh my god, no way! Like, imagine of just you know being resurrected. That is like, that is crazy to me. <laughs> that is nuts to me. Like in my mind, I'm like, oh my god, this actually happened. Like, oh my god, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just so like amazed by the things that I learn every single day because of like the stories in the Quran they're absolutely they're amazing they're gorgeous stories so it's said that you know we should read I um Surah Al-Baqarah every single day but of course considering how long it is you can read the first four ayahs in the first Jews and then you can read from the second Jews, which is Ayat al-Kursi, and then the two next ayahs after Ayat al-Kursi, and then the last three ayahs of the whole surah. Surah al-Baqarah and Surah al-Imran are going to be a form of cloud in the Day of Judgment. So, as we all know, in the Day of Judgment, it's going to be very hot. The sun is going to be so, so close to us, and it's going to be burning our skin, and sweat is going to be everywhere. So to have some form of cloud, you know, you should start reciting Surah Al-Baqarah and Surah Al-Imran, or at least the, the first four and the last three ayahs of Surah Al-Baqarah. So in the house that Surah Al-Baqarah is recited, the devil does not go there. If you recite the Surah um, at night, the devil won't come to your house for three days. And the devil runs away when Surah Al-Baqarah is recited. Surah Al-Baqarah gave us a very important verse uh, in the Qur'an, which is Ayat Al-Kursi. It's considered the greatest Qur'anic verse in the Hadith. This verse is considered one of the most powerful in the Qur'an because when it is recited, it is believed to affirm God's greatness. I hope you all enjoyed listening about the stories of the Quran and, you know, how beautiful it is. <laughs> of course, this was just the first two chapters, but if there was anything wrong, please do correct me. You can always text me. And if you are listening to me on Spotify, just swipe up. There's a question there you can answer or you can even text me or anything. 
So thank you, thank you so, so much for listening to me today. And see you later.